You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Today is the last uh, parable that we are going to talk about in our series, Truth Be Told. Okay? Kailangan kita nyo, Paskong-Pasko na, sa paligid natin, ang gandun, makita nyo, Paskong-Pasko na. Hindi ho piyesta ho, Pasko. Okay? Now, dito po sa Senado, mayroon hindi ho Pasko, kundi piyesta. May pinagpipiestahan ho sa Senado. Okay? At ano ho yung kanilang pinagpipiestahan? Pati sa Kongreso, may pinagpipiestahan ho silang issue. Okay, na dapat tayo bilang mga Pilipino, tayo nagpipray sa bansa natin, ay naiintindihan natin. Ano po yun? Let me just uh, read for you a moment. Ito yung title ako nung balita sa CNN Philippines noong November 24. Sabi doon, Kerwin Espinosa admits to paying millions in protection money to generals, police official. Okay. Medyo, kita ko ninyo, medyo nakakalungkot po ito. Hindi ho ba? Alam natin, Yan ay mali. Si Kerwin Espinosa ay isa pong drug lord. Okay? Yung tatay ho niya, yung si Mayor Espinosa, napatay na sa loob ng kulungan. Uh, di umano, sabi ay lumaban o whatever, inaresto sa loob ng kulungan. Saan ko kayo nakakita nun? Ano? Anyway, inaresto siya sa loob ng kulungan at sa loob ng kulungan natagpuan daw ang maraming droga at baril. Okay? So, anyway, Siya po ay nahuli din, nahuli siya sa ibang bansa at dinala po rito sa Pilipinas and he started confessing now. The sad thing is that, sabi niya, inamin niya na nagbabayad siya ng million sa protection money. Ibig sabihin, para hindi siya hulihin. Kahit kilala siya ng mga general, especially sa Eastern Visayas. At yung mga pulis, binibigyan din niya ng pera para hindi siya hulihin. Now, dito po yung makikita natin isang malungkot na katotohanan kaya nung... Tinanong po si General Bato, narinig, nakita ko ba ninyo kung paano siyang umiyak? Siyo nakakitang umiyak ang bato. <laughs> yeah, kung kayo nakunod ng balita, loverhood the news ito. Umiyak siya dahil sa kanyang disappointment, hindi niya na malaman kung sino yung pagtitiwalaan niya sa official lang pulis. Mahal na mahal niya, sabi niya yung organization ng PNP. Pero hindi ko na malaman kung sino ang pagtitiwalaan ko ngayon. Kasi eh, lahat talos ng mga kilala niya, siguro mga pulis ay binanggit doon na tumatanggap ng payola mula sa drug lord na si Kerwin Espinosa. Now, ito po ay hindi tama. Let me just establish that. Hindi ko pinupuri si Kerwin Espinosa. Maliho ang pagtutulak, maliho ang maging drug lord, hindi po yon tama. Now, maring isipin ninyo, paano itong tao na ito na hindi naman aral, hindi naman edukadong tao, nagawa niyang paikutin sa kanyang mga kamay ang mga general at mga pulis na sa matagal na panahon siya nag-operate as a drug lord nang hindi siya nahuhuli, may protection siya. Samantalang ang taong yan ay well, hindi naman lubusang nakapag-aral. Kawa po ninyo ibig sabihin, ano ang kanyang ginamit? Ang ganda ng sagot ninyo. Ano? Pera. Okay? Ginamit niya yung perang na-regenerate niya sa kanyang illegal business para bayaran ang mga taong ito. Inang ibig sabihin, para maging maganda ang kanyang relasyon sa mga general, sa mga pulis, sa mga ilang nasa opisyal, sa pamahalaan, para siya ay mabigyan ng proteksyon. Somehow, iisipin mo, aba, 
Wais itong tao na ito. Nagawa niyang pumasok sa kanyang kaisipan na gamitin ang bagay na meron siya at yun ay pera para proteksyonan ang kanyang sarili para mapabuti siya at hindi siya hulihin ng mga taong supposed to be ay nanguhuli ng mga drug lord and pusher. Now, as I said, hindi po tama. Pero, in the principle by which this world operates, ang tawag sa kanya, matalinong tao. Okay? Remember this, meron siyang purpose. Unbeliever siya. Sons, son of this world, ibig sabihin, hindi mananampalataya. Normal sa kanya ang mag-isip para sa kanyang kinabukasan using his money to protect himself. Because that is the principle by which this world operates, mag-iisip para sa sariling kapakanan. Building relationship using his money. Now, kung titingnan ninyo, mali yan, pero sama para bang hahanga ka, mamamangha ka, mabuti pa siya marunong mag-isip to meet his own purpose. Pero ang mga Kristiyano, tayo ba ay nag-iisip at nag-strategize para magawa naman natin ang purpose ni Lord using our, the God-given resources in our lives. Kaya ko po binabanggit ito is because pag-aaralan natin sa oras na ito ang isang parable na somehow magugulat kayo kung paano ginamit ni Jesus ang isang negative situation, negative illustration through a parable para i-challenge ang mga mananampalataya para turuan ng spiritual truth ang mga mananampalataya kung paanong gagamitin ang God-given money, wealth, resources to fulfill the purpose of God and the kingdom purpose. So, yan po ang pag-aaral natin sa oras na ito. Basahin po natin dito sa um, Luke chapter 16, beginning verse 1 up to 13. Handa na po ba kayo? Sabayan po ninyo ako. 1, 2, 3. He also said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him that his man, this man was wasting his possessions. And he called him and said to him, what is this that I hear about you? Turn in the account of your management, for you can no longer be manager. And the manager said to himself, What shall I do, since my master is taking the management away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided that I have to do, so that what when I am removed from management, people may receive me into their houses. So, summoning his master's debtors one by one, he said to the first, How much do you owe my master? He said, A hundred measures of oil. He said to him, Take your bill and sit down quite quickly and write fifty. Then he said to another, How much do you owe? He said, A hundred measures of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and write 80. The master commended the dishonest manager for his shrewdness. For the sons of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than the sons of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of unrighteous wealth, so that when it fails, they may receive you into the eternal dwellings. One who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much 
And one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. If then you have not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth, who will entrust to you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in what that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Manalangin po tayong lahat. Lord, we thank you so much for this opportunity that you have given to each one of us to once again dig deeper into one of the parables that you have mentioned in the Bible. Lord, enable us to have the wisdom, to have the enlightenment for us to understand your word. Ang aming pong layunin, Panginoon, ay lubusan naming maintindihan ang iyong salita, may apply namin ito sa aming sarili, at matutunan namin kung paano gamitin ang mga bagay na ipinagkatiwala mo sa amin. Itong aming dalangin sa pangalan ng Panginoong Yesus. Amen. Maako po tayong lahat. Pag-uusapan po natin sa mga talatang ito, ay tatlong principles. Three principles in using your earthly treasure. Earthly wealth. Whatever God has given us is part of our treasure, including your position that you have, the time, the money, everything. And we are going to uh, know these principles of using our earthly treasure purposefully, faithfully, and carefully. Now, let me just give you first a background. Jesus was preaching to His disciples. And there were onlookers. Narito yung mga fariseyo. Ang mga fariseyo, ito yung mga religious leader during that time na masyadong mahilig sa pera. Okay? So, alam ni Jesus yun, bagamat ang kinakausap niya yung kanyang mga disciples, pero merong mga nakapaligid na Pharisees. Okay? Mga nakikiusyoso. Okay? Hindi naman talaga gustong matuto, pero nakikinig, always looking for a way to trap Jesus. So, nandiyan sila. Kasama sa mga audience na yun, yung mga may hirap, kasama na rin yung mga mayayaman combined. At saka itinuro ito ng Panginoon. Now, sa kanyang mga disipulo, higit niyang pinatutungkulan ito. Okay? Now, let me go back to the verses that I have read a while ago. Just uh, to navigate you. Okay? Sinabi ng Panginoon sa kanyang mga disciples na may isang rich may isang rich man. Ibig sabihin, siya yung may-ari ng lahat. Atong rich man na ito ay may tinatawag na manager. Sabihin na natin siya ay account manager. And charges were brought to him that this man was wasting his possessions. Ang ibig sabihin nun, kung ikaw yung bawa, ikaw ay isang owner ng isang kumpanya at nakita mo na yung narinig mo na yung manager mo yung sarili niyang resources ay inaaksaya niya. Okay? Isip mo, eh, paano kaya yung pinagkatiwala kong resources sa kanya? Paano yung pinagkatiwala kong trabaho sa kanya na maningil ng mga utang? Ng mga taong may utang sa akin? Bukang hindi pwedeng pagkatiwalaan ito. Kaya pinatawag niya at ang sabi niya, What is this that I hear about you? Turn in the account of your management. For you can no longer be manager. Ibig sabihin, iterminate na siya. O dumating na yung tinatawag na accounting moment. Nakuha po ba ninyong ibig kong sabihin? So nakikita niya na, eh, kung di ka mapagkatiwalaan sa sarili mong possession, sinaaksaya mo yung pera mo, hindi ka naghahanda para sa kinabukasan, eh paano ka magiging masinop dun sa mga pinagkatiwala ko sa iyo? Ah, hindi ka na pwedeng maging manager. Sige, 
mag-account ka. Mag-report ka sa akin. Okay, so, konti na lamang yung nalalabing panahon niya. At alam niya, mapafire na siya, mawawala na siya sa posisyon. So, siya po ay nag-esip-esip. Those are my verse 3. The manager said to himself, What shall I do since my master is taking the management away from me? So, nag-iisip siya. Okay, gagawin ko. Tatanggal na ako. I'm not strong enough to dig. Hindi ko kaya sigurong maghukay o magtanim or basta hindi ko kaya yung mabigat na trabaho. And I am ashamed to big at lalong ayoko naman na mamalimos. Parang hindi yata bagay sa akin. Manager ako tapos dito makikitang mamamalimos ako. Nakakaya, hindi ba? So, di sabi niya, so I have decided what to do. Ting! Parang ganun eh. Nag-isip siya kasi Ano ang bagay na aking gagawin para paghandaan ang aking kinabukasan? Kayo nagawa niyo na bang mag-isip? Paano kaya ang aking gagawin para may handa ko yung aking kinabukasan? Or you are just living day by day normally without thinking of the future? There's nothing wrong about enjoying the present, but somehow you also have to think about the future. Tama ho ba? Tama po. Tama naman yung kanyang ginagawa. Okay? Nag-iisip siya. At ang sabi niya, I have decided what to do so that when I am removed from management, people may receive me into their houses. Alam ko na. Pag ako'y natanggal sa management, alam ko na ang gagawin ko para nang sa ganun, yung mga tao na sinisingil ko, eh ako na may tanggapin nila, tulungan nila ako. So gagawin ko, kakaibiganin ko sila. So sabi dito ng verse 5, So summoning his master's debtors, one by one, he said to the first, How much do you owe my master? So, kinausap niya. Yung isa. Sabi na, A hundred measures of oil. And he said to him, Take your bill and sit down quickly and write fifty. Sige, hindi na one hundred. Fifty na lang. Kung kayo ho may utang at binawasan ng fifty percent yung inyong utang, matutuwa ba kayo? Matutuwa ba kayo sa akin kung ako... So, sige, kung may utang kang isang milyon, sige, kalahati na lang bayaran mo. Patutuwa kayo sa akin? Ba, siyempre naman. Magkakaroon kayo ngayon ng utang ng loob sa akin. Para kung ako naman ang mga ilangan sa inyo, siguro naman, hindi nyo ako papahiya. Amen? Ganon siya mag-isip. Kaya nga sabi ko, buti siya, nakaisip siya ng ganon eh. Now, verse 7. Then he said to another, How much do you owe? He said, A hundred measures of wheat. He said to him, take your bill and write 80. Kung may utang kayo sa akin, halimbawa, ang isang daan at sabi ko, ay 80 na lang, matutuwa ba kayo nun? Yan. So, okay tayo. Okay kayo sa akin. Di ba? Ganun tumatakbo yung kanyang kaisipan. Now, magugulat kayo because he was actually using the masses, his master's possession to leverage for his future. Hindi naman niya pag-aari yon. Pag-aari yun ng kanyang master, pero ginamit niya para pagandaan yung pag-terminate sa kanya para meron siya ngayong mga kaibigan na pwedeng matakbuhan pagka siya ay wala ng trabaho. Okay? Now, magugulat kayo, it's something negative dahil hindi naman niya pag-aari yun, pag-aari ng master niya, hindi sa kanya yon. Pero magugulat kayo, si Jesus kinomend yung dishonest manager. The master commended the dishonest manager for his shrewdness. For the sons of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than the sons of light. Now, 
Sabi niyo, shrewdness. Ang shrewdness po is a neutral word. You can use it in a positive sense. You can use it in the negative sense. Okay? Alam niyo ba yung salitang wais? Huh? Parang si parang yung kaninang pinakita kong picture. Wais. Iba yung wais, iba yung wais. Diba? Iba yung tuso, iba yung matalino. Sa atin, sa Tagalog, buti pa maraming translation eh. Ma-identify mo kagad. Pero, yung salitang shrewd or shrewdness is a neutral word that you can use in a negative or in a positive sense. Now, there's what you call sons of the world. And the sons of the world operates on the principle of the world. At meron tinatawag na sons of light. Sabi nyo, sons of light. Tayo yun. Okay? We operate on the kingdom principle. So our mindset is different from the mindset of the world. Normal sa kanila na maging shrewd for personal consumption, for personal interest because they belong to the world. They are sons of the world. Ako niyang ibig kong sabihin. So in the standard of this world, talagang kahanga-hanga sila. Ibang slase silang mag-isip. Now, we are sons of light. Our mind, we should have a mindset or kingdom mindset. Now, magugulat ka yung negative na bagay na ito, ginamit ni Jesus and it made appear na positive to challenge the sons of light. And I'm challenging you also today. Now, the master commended the dishonest manager in his shrewdness. Parang sinasabi ganito, eh mabuti pa nga yun eh. Unbeliever eh. Marunong mag-isip para sa kanyang kinabukasan eh. Para maserve yung kanyang purpose eh. Eh kayong mga mananampalataya, nag-iisip ba kayo kung paano yung gagamitin yung master's possession to serve the purpose of God? Nakon yung ibig ko sabihin? Yung insightful thinking ang pinupuri dito. Okay? Eh, sa kanila, normal yun. Mag-isip sila ng para sa kanilang sarili. Buti pa nga sila nag-iisip eh. Tayo, we operate in the kingdom mindset. Iniisip natin dapat that whatever we have, isipin natin yung purpose ni Lord ma-serve natin. For that's the reason why we are blessed by God. Amen. Now, let me just establish this fact first. Everything that we have is owned by God. There's nothing that we consider to be our own. We are not the owners. God is the owner of everything. He is our master owner of everything. All of us are just mere managers. Parang seryoso kayo. Parang hindi nyo gusto yung sinasabi ko. Ah, Pastor, pinagpawisan ko to eh. Oo, tama, pati pawis mo galing kay Lord. But dahil yung lakas mo galing sa Kanya, tama ba? Do you agree? So, sabi mo sa katabi mo lahat ng sayo kay Lord yan. Okay? Wala tayong bagay na kinukonsider nating sa atin. Lahat yan kay Lord. Okay? Mapalad na nga tayo, pinagkatiwalaan tayo eh. Na yung master's possession nagagamit nating pambayad ng tuition. Yung master's possession nagagamit natin para kumain ka ng McDonald's at Jollibee. Di ba? Gutom na ba kayo? Gamitin niyo yung master's possession. Okay. Now, so it's a privilege for us 
Now, sabi rin sa verse and I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of unrighteous wealth, so that when it fails, they, re- they may receive you into eternal dwellings. Now, yung pagpuring ito sa dishonest manager, bakit dishonest na nga eh? Bakit pa pinuri? Ha? Kasi nga, hindi mo siya masisisi kung ganun siyang mag-isip dahil he does not belong to the kingdom of God. He's sons of the world. He's son of the world. We belong to the light. We are sons and daughters of light. Therefore, what the mindset that we should have is a kingdom mindset. Alam niyo na pinag-aaralan ko ito, pinagpapawisan ako eh. Kasi tungkulin namin i-deliver ng magaan kahit ang hirap-hirap interpretin. Kaya I would like you na ituunuhunin niyo yung inyong pansin dito kasi baka lumabas kayo dyan, marami kayong question mamaya. Ang taong ito is shrewd in a negative sense, it's because he used his master's possession for his own welfare. Nakuha niyo ang ibig sabihin? Normal yun sa mundo. Eh, sabi nga niya kay Jesus dito, parang, eh, parang mabuti pa nga siya eh. Tayo, ginagamit ba natin yung master's possession to bring people to Christ? Are we using the master's possession to bless other people? Are you using your master's possession para pakainin yung taong in-invite mo sa church para lang dumalo ng church? May mga tao pag in-invite mo ng church, ayaw dumalo, pero sabi mo, pakainin kita ng Jollibee after ng church. Pupunta. Tama o ba? Sino sa inyo na-invite dahil pinakain kayo? Ayaw nyo, mami, na? <laughs> we must know how to use our master's possession. Sabi natin, lahat ng bagay na meron. So, pati pera natin, pag-aari ng Diyos yan, di ba? Do you know how to use your master's possession to serve the kingdom purpose? Now, simulan po natin ito sa may first point natin kanina. Okay? Three principles in using your earthly possessions or earthly treasure purposefully. We have to use our resources purposefully, meaning deliberately, intentionally, and we have to be purposeful in the money, in the resources, in the position, whatever things that God has given us to serve the purpose of God. Now, we belong to the sons of light, not to the sons of the world. Sa kanila, sa mundo, ang tawag doon kay Kerwin Espinosa, at sa iba pang mga drug lord, very successful businessman. But that's not the standard where we operate. Tama ba? Okay? Ang tawag minsan doon sa mga kumukuha ng pera sa drug lord is sa, sa standard ng mundo, minsan ay tinatawag pa silang mga honorable. Ano <laughs> ba kayo? But we have a different standard, kaya wag kayong mainggit sa ginagawa ng mundo. Naiinggit kayo, minsan dahil you're just looking about the money, samantalang kung tutusin, nagbigay si Lord ng wisdom sa atin, ba't hindi natin gamitin yung wisdom na yun to serve the purpose of God? Because when you serve the purpose of God, God will serve your purpose as well. When you bless the kingdom of God, God is going to bless you as well. So hindi po self-driven yung purpose natin. It is Our purpose is being driven by the purpose of the kingdom, which we know that if we serve the purpose of the kingdom, God will serve our purpose. Amen. Build the house of God and God will build your own house. Amen. Now, 
Make friends. Sabi niyo, make friends. Ito yung sinasabi niya ni Jesus eh. Make friends for yourselves by means of unrighteous wealth. Eh sabi nga, eh mabuti pa nga yung unrighteous eh. Mabuti pa nga yung sons of the world, they are using their wealth to meet their purpose. Are you using your master's wealth to support the kingdom of God? I know of a person, siya po isang negosyante, may ari siya ng isang malaking factory, 24 hours nag-ooperate yung kanyang factory, batch by batch, ang tawag doon? Shifting, okay? Ngayon, dahil siya imana ng palataya, nakita niya ang daming bagay na meron siya, he was blessed by God, he decided that his resources be used for God's kingdom. Ang ginawa niya, nagtayo siya ng isang malaking lugar doon sa kanyang factory. Dahil ang gusto niya, iimbitahan niya lahat yung mga empleyado na rotational sa pabrika na magkaroon ng oras para magkaroon ng Bible study. Ginastusan niya yon, Bumili siya ng sound system, bumili siya ng aircon, bumili siya ng, uh, ng exhaust, everything. Bumili siya ng mga silya, pulpit, everything. Ginamit niya yung resources niya because that is his way of supporting the kingdom of God. He was blessed because he knows that he should be a blessing for others and the best blessing that we can give to people is the blesser. Amen. Hindi siya kontento na nabigyan lang niya ng trabaho at pinapasweldo niya ng tama yung kanyang mga empleyado. Ang gusto niya, ang mga taong ito gusto ko makilala nila si Jesus. That's the kingdom mindset. I know of a person, mag-isa lang naman siyang sasakay, nagtaka ako, bakit ang laki ng sasakyan na binili niya? Tinanong ko siya ngayon. Siya ay kasama ko sa fort before. Sabi ko, bakit bro, ang laki naman ng sasakyan mo? At, uh, sabi niya, hindi kasi, pastor, yung mga kapitbahay ko, kapag uh, pupunta ako ng church, ini-invite ko silang lahat at pinapasakay ko. Kaya para kami sardinas dito, actually maliit pa nga ito. Pinapasakay ko sila at dinadalo ko sila sa Victory Fort at para sila doon ay dumalo. Hindi pa yung pastor, pagkatapos yun, pakakainin ko pa sila. Lalo akong humanga sa kanya. Why? Dahil hindi niya inisip na yung pera niya para lang sa kanya. Inisip niya, gamitin ito para suportahan ang kingdom ni Lord. That's the reason why I see him was, he was really so blessed. Because you cannot outgive God. Hindi mo pwedeng higitan si Lord sa pagbibigay. Because the more you give, the more you will receive from God. Kaya mo bang talunin si Lord sa generosity? <laughs> Hindi mo kaya talunin ng Diyos. Hindi ka pa nagbibigay, nagbigay ng Diyos eh. Amen? The mere fact that He gave Jesus Christ is an expression that God already gave us the best and would still give us more. Now, Marami akong example na pwedeng ibigay sa inyo. One, another is, when I was still new in the ministry, mayroong isang may-ari siya ng printing press. Alam nyo noon, uso yung pagbibigay ka ng trucks. Hindi po yung maandar, yung trucks. Yun yung gospel trucks, yan. Okay. Ang ginagawa niya, nagpiprint siya ng maraming, kasi may printing press siya eh. Okay, nagpapaprint sa kanya yung mga dyaryo, magazine. Ang ginagawa niya, for free, nagpiprint siya ng malaming gospel materials. As ibibigay niya yon sa mga churches, for free. For free. Because 
na-recognize na kaya siya binigay ng Lord ng printing press, hindi lamang para kumita para sa kanyang sarili, kung para suportahan din ang kingdom ni God. I know of a person na nagtayo siya, dahil marami siyang pera, nagtayo siya ng sarili niyang bahay, ang bilang ng kwarto ay higit-higit kaysa sa bilang ng kanyang pamilya. Ang tanong ay bakit? Kaya ang tanong daw iba, pare, no? bakit naman ang dami mong pinatayo, ang dami mong namang nilagay na kwarto niya sa bahay mo, samantalang ilan lang naman kayo? Ang sagot niya ay, my heart is for mission. From time to time, may mga dumarating ng mga missionaries and pastors sa ibang bansa, and I would like to be a blessing to them so that that's my support to the kingdom of God. Amen. Come on. Maaring hindi kayo yung klase ng ganong mga tao na mga businessman, maraming pera. But I'm pretty sure, iba sa inyo, gumastos ng pera, gumastos ng guma, bumili. Gumastos kayo, mahal man ng kape sa Starbucks. Pero para ibinigay nyo doon sa taong in-invite ninyo. At pagkatapos mag-service, pagkatapos ng service, yung in-invite nyo, umahawak na sa chan. Signalis na yun. Pinakain ninyo, okay, para nang sa ganun, yun yung paraan ninyo para siya lalo pang ma-invite sa church. Your motive is right because your motive is for this person to know Jesus Christ. Ang mundo, normal sa kanila. At kahanga-hanga sa kanila. Ang mag-strategize for self-preservation and selfish motive. Pero ang tanong doon, tayo ba ay nag-iisip din na katulad nila? Kaya nga sabi, mabuti pa ngayon nag-iisip eh. Tayo ba nag-iisip kung paano gamitin ang bagay na meron tayo para tayo ay maging pagpapala sa iba? One time, may isa pong doktor dito sa St. Luke siya nagtatrabaho Nasabi niya, itong nilagay ni Lord sa akin, hindi ko alaman, I am so, I'm so busy, hindi ko malaman ko paano ko makakasupport sa kingdom of God. So, nagpresenta siya na siya ho ang titingin sa mga doktor. Pagka may mga uh, pastor na nagkakasakit, gusto niya siya yung magtitreat and, and she's not going to ask for anything. Kaya may mga pastor tayong na-hospital, ginamot niya sa Makati Medical Hospital, hindi ho siya nagbabayad kahit singko. Samantalang Makati Hospital siya nakabase. Kasi yun yung tinitignan yun ng bagay na may meron siyang posisyon. I think she is uh, one of the consultants at doktor siya. Yun ang meron siya eh, to support the kingdom of God. Nauna ang pwedeng ibig kong sabihin, may mga kilala kong manager ng kumpanya, supervisor, ginagamit nila yung kanilang posisyon, yung influence to share the gospel of the Lord to other people. Hindi kinakailangan maging super milyonaryo ka for you to be a blessing. Iba sabi, kapag ako'y milyonaryo, pastor, madami akong ibibless. Hindi po mangyayari yun. Alam niyo kung bakit? Dahil kung sa konting meron ka, hindi mo magawang mag-bless sa isang maliit na pamamaraan, how much more pagkamayaman ka, same principle that applies. It has nothing to do with the amount of money that you have. It has something to do with the, with the things that you value. How we use our wealth must be motivated by what Jesus did on the cross. Kaya kumikilos tayo, gumagawa tayo, nag spend tayo, ang nasa isipan natin, we have the kingdom mindset because, Lord, you did this. You have given me salvation for free. Help me to contribute to give your salvation to others through your name with the resources that you have given me. It's not the money that matters. 
It is how you use it that determines its true value. Maliit man o konti man, it doesn't matter. Ang tunay na value ng pera, sabi rito, it is how you use it that determines its true value. We have to use what we have to serve the purpose of the kingdom of God. Amen? Let's give God praise for that. Another principle is we have to use our earthly treasure faithfully. Say faithfully. Sabi ng verse, and one who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much. And he, and one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. If then you have not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth, who will entrust you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? When we talk about faithfulness, dishonesty is the opposite of faithfulness. Even in marriage, kapag yung asawa mo dishonest, hindi siya faithful sa'yo. Pagka faithful, hindi siya dishonest. Okay? God has given us resources. Once we waste our resources in wild living, that is un- being unfaithful. Amen? Katulad ng ginawa ng prodigal son, he used his, his money in a wild living. That's being unfaithful to God because on the first place, God has given you that for a divine purpose. If you have a position and you abuse your position in your company rather than being a blessing, you're becoming a stumbling block. You are not being faithful with what God has given you and entrusted to you. Do not be dishonest. Yung mga binigay sa atin ng Panginoon must be faithfully and prayerfully be spent properly. So bago ka gumasos, pagpipray mo, Lord, ito ba ay need na? Lalo na ngayon, pag dumating yung 13-month pay, ang naiisip kagad ng iba, yung sale. Tama? Saan may sale? Parang natin katinan, meron ako 13-month pay, saan magagastos ito? When you buy something that you don't need, later on, you are going to sell the things that you need. Kasi wala ka na eh. Magbebenta ka na ngayon. Gets nyo pong ibig kong sabihin, we need to be faithful with what God has given us. Money is a test of faithfulness. Ang pera, pinagkatiwala sa atin ng Diyos, tinitignan niya how you will make use of it. Alam niyo ba yung mga matatagumpay na mga malalaking negosyante, they started as a small business people. Nagsimula yan sa maliit na puhunan. It's because naging faithful sila, every centavo, binibilang nila, tinimake sure nila, everything is properly recorded, everything is prayerfully being spent. Kaya eventually, pinalaki ni Lord yung kanilang mga negosyo. Money is a test of faithfulness. Not only faithfulness to the purpose, but faithfulness to God. Because as I said, God owns everything. Third principle is principles in using your earthly treasure. Use the treasure carefully. Sabi ng verse 13, No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. You have to be careful with your heart. Why? Because you may be asking God for money that eventually money becomes your God. Money is a test. It is also a trap to avoid each and every one of us from falling into trap. We have to treat it as a tool. Money is only a tool, not God. 
Money is a good servant, but a very dangerous master. To some, the love of money is the root of all evil. But to some, the lack of money is the root of all evil. Saan kayo doon? <laughs> Sa lack of money or love of money? Now, ang salapiho ay magandang instrumento. Kayo ay nakarating dito dahil gumamit kayo ng pera, nagbayad kayo. Tama ba? Nagbayad kayo ng inyong pamasay, maliba kung may tinakasan ninyo. Kung kayo, noong noon, faithful kayo nagpupunta rito, nagbabayad kayo ng pamasay, pag may in-invite kayo, pati yung pamasay nung in-invite ninyo, ibinabayad ninyo. Maraming iba sa inyo, hindi na sumasakay ng, sumasakay, nagkukommute, kayo ay meron ng sariling sasakyan. Tama ba? Yung iba sa atin, may binigyan ng bagong sasakyan, binigyan ng sasakyan, nung naluma, binigyan pa ni Lord ng mas magandang sasakyan. Faithfulness. And you use whatever God has given you as a servant, not your master. Siya ang pasusunod mo sa pampera nito dapat na mapunta. Hindi yung, narito yung master mo siya. You will become desperate in having money. Pag ang problema is the lack of money, you'll be desperate, you'll do everything. Hindi ka makukontento kahit sa walong milyon. Hindi ka makukontento na eh, ito lang tatanggapin mo. O yung iba naman magiging desperado. Lahat gagawin kahit ipagka, kahit, kahit ibenta ang kaluluwa. Kaya iba nahuhulog sa isang bawal na pag-ibig. Akala nalay tapat at dalisay yung pag-ibig na yun. Yung pala hindi. Nagkamali ako. Saan? Saan ako nagkamali? Pumapasok sa isang dangerous zone, desperate of money. Iba'y binibenta ang kanilang dignidad just to have money. We don't condemn people, but we don't have to make money as our God. That's why we have to be careful. There's nothing wrong of you asking God for blessing, asking God for money, but every time you ask, tanongin niyo what is the purpose? What is the purpose? At sa purpose na yun, kasama ba si Lord doon? Amen. <laughs> Minsan sabi ng wife ko, si Tart, may may mga tinapay doon sa bahay, yung mga cinnamon bang tawag doon. Sabi niya, sabi ko, sabi ko, magdala ka lang ano, bread para hindi na tayo gumasto sa labas. Sabi ko, sabi niya, ilan ang dadaling ko? Sabi ko, dala kang dalawa. Sabi niya, bakit naman dalawa lang? Ay, di dalawa lang tayo eh. Damihin na natin, dali na natin ito lahat para naman mabless natin yung mga makikita natin doon sa church. Napahiya ako. Tama yung wife ko. Bakit nga naman dalawa lang ang dadalin ko? Masyado naman ako makasarili. Bakit hindi ako i-share yung blessing dun sa iba? Diyan po kayo, simpleng bagay, pero doon na i-reveal ang laman ng ating puso. I was rebuked by what my wife said. Sabi niya, bakit dalawa lang? Eh marami tayong makikita, no? para maging blessing na rin tayo, dali na natin lahat. Pero isa lang latikman ko, ha? Pero okay lang. You see, because... What we have belongs to God. All that we have, all that we are, even all that we hope to be, belongs to the Lord. Amen? Let's give Him praise. To those with problems of lack of money, listen to this. Matthew 6.31-33 Therefore do not be anxious about anything. Or do not be anxious saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek 
after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. This is what I was saying a while ago. Sasabihin niyo, bakit purpose ni Lord? Hindi yung purpose ko. Because when you serve the kingdom purpose, when you seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, all these things shall be added unto you. Kasi kapag naisip natin na tayo ang dahilan kung bakit tayo blessed, nagkakamali ka. It is God that creates opportunity. It is God that brings people to us, to bless us. It is God that changes situations so to make it favorable for us. It is the Lord that does everything. And sometimes we just don't know. But God is moving even without our knowledge. Amen. Matthew six nineteen to 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth and rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Ano ibig sabihin nun? During the last time that we have studied God's Word, Jesus must be our treasure. And if Jesus is your treasure, then your heart will be for that treasure. Lord, ano ba yung kalooban mo? Lord, ano ba yung gusto mo? Naroon yung puso ko. At pag naroon yung ating puso, yung earthly resources natin ay siguradong gagamitin din natin kung saan naroon yung ating puso. Most of the decisions that we make were products of what's in our heart. That is why Jesus resides in our heart. And if Jesus is in your heart, then even your treasure, you will use it to what is in your heart. And if Jesus is in your heart, you will support the purpose of Jesus. And the purpose of Jesus is to bring souls into His kingdom. Darating yung pagkakataon, makikita ninyo, pagdating nyo ng langit, magugulat kayo. Yung mga taong hindi nyo inaakalang mabuborn again ay nandodood. It's because somehow you gave. God is teaching us how to be generous. We need to be faithful with what God has given us. It belongs to God. And God would like us to use the Master's possession, the Master's wealth to support His kingdom. It's not just for us to be comfortable. It's for us also to use it to make other people's lives comfortable and for them to be blessed. And the best blessing that we can give them is the Lordship of Christ in their lives. Can we outgive the generosity of God? We cannot. Because from the very beginning, God has already blessed us. When we fell into sin, God has again blessed us when He gave His greatest treasure, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was given to each and every one of us so we can have that eternal treasure. And Jesus is our eternal treasure. May kaligtasan tayo, meron tayong buhay na walang hanggan dahil nasa atin na ang eternal treasure. That's the generosity of God in our lives. And we know because God is generous, the use of our earthly treasure should reflect Christ as our eternal treasure. We value the eternal treasure more than the earthly treasure. That is why we use our earthly treasures to serve the eternal treasure. 
Can we just bow down our head? Thank you, Lord. Lord, you are so good. At this point, O oh God, enable us to see the things that we don't have. Enable us to see the things that we have. Lahat kami mayaman, mahirap. Lahat kami pinagpala mo. Meron kaming mga bagay na magagamit to serve the kingdom purpose. Lumalapit po kami sa iyo, Panginoon, at tignan mo ang aming puso. Look into our hearts, Lord. Kung merong karamutan, patawarin mo kami. Kung merong pagiging makasarili, patawarin mo kami. Panginoon, kung di namin ay bibigay, ang dapat na maibigay namin sa iyo, patawarin mo po kami, Panginoon. Teach us how to be generous. Teach us how to be givers. Lord, cleanse us with the blood of Jesus sa lahat ng aming selfishness, self-centeredness, sa lahat ng aming karamutan, patawarin mo kaming lahat, Panginoon. Linisin mo kami ng banal na dugo ng aming Panginoong Yesus. As our head bow down, eyes close. You may be in a different situation of life and God knows it. You may have a lot of money, you may have no money, but it makes no difference to God. He loves you anyway. The starting point of everything is for have the eternal treasure, and that's Jesus Christ. Kapatid, minsan nagpipray ka na gusto mo magbagong sitwasyon ng iyong buhay at ginagawa mong lahat ng magagawa mo para magkaroon ng pagbabago. Pero hindi magkakaroon ng pagbabago yan maliban ng author ng buhay ay nasa sa iyo. Si Jesus ang tunay na kayamanan na matay siya para sa iyo para bigyan ka ng kaligtasan. And if today you would like to give your heart to Jesus and allow Him to change your situation, this is the right time. And if you are that person, I would like you to make a decision now, not tomorrow, but now. Will you receive Him as your Lord and personal Savior? If you are that person, I want to pray for you. Just lift up your hands wherever you are seated. Taas mo lang iyong kamay kung nais mong tanggapin si Jesus. Huwag mong tignan yung nasa kaliwat, nasa kanan mo, ang mga tao sa paligid mo. This is your personal decision before God. If you want to receive the Lord, just lift up your hands. Yes, salamat kapatid. Nakita ka ng Panginoon. Thank you. Nakita ka ng Diyos. Just lift up your hands wherever you are. This is a decision moment. Thank you. Ito yung oras at panahon na magdesisyon ka, kapatid. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow may be too late. Bibilang po ako ng tatlo. And I'm going to give you this last opportunity. Will you allow Jesus to operate in your life? Slip up your hands. I'll count one. Two and three. All together, lift up your hands. Just thank you. Nakita kayo ng Diyos. Sa lahat po ng mga nagtaas ng kamay, nais ko po kayong ipanalangin. If you want change, let us go to Jesus. Tayo po kayong lahat. With all humility and sincerity of your heart, lahat po nagtaas ng kamay, tayo po kayo and I'll pray for you. Sige po, kayo mahiya. This is the greatest decision that you will do in your life. Sige po, po kayo maya, tayo po kayo, lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, Jesus. Sa lahat po ng mga tumayo, 
I would like to congratulate you for being bold in declaring your faith in Jesus. Can you just repeat after me in this prayer? Just bow down your head. Sumabay lang kayo sa panalangin ko. Sabihin niyo, Panginoong Yesus, maraming salamat po sa pag mo sa akin. Patawarin mo ako sa aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo ang buhay kong ito inaalay ko na sa iyo. Nananampalataya ako na matay ka sa krus at nabuhay na muli para ako'y magkaroon ng kaligtasan at buhay na walang hanggan. Salamat po, Panginoon. Salamat.